0: This episode of the Nerd Up Podcast made possible in part by Eagle Theater. Visit them online at eagletheater.net and by Classic Hits WTYE. Listen online at wtyefm.com and made possible by proud supporters just like you
1: and you at home, thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Oh, what kind of stupid show is this? Oh, this is stupid. It's not stupid. It's not stupid. We are two, two wild and crazy, crazy
2: guys. Yes, this is not that kind of show. There is nothing more entertaining <laughs> oh, oh,
1: that show. Can
2: I do this? I'm ready. Showtime.
1: Now, come.
2: It's time for the Nerd up Podcast, and here's your pod host, Gil T. Wilson. Nerd up. Welcome to another episode of the Nerd Up Podcast. I'm Gil T. Wilson, your host, along with... Tony Collins, your co-host... Uh, It's like co-parenting. Co-parenting? Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. It's a little our little baby. Yeah. The Nerd Up podcast. I get so. it.
0: I get it uh, every other weekend.
2: Mm, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and, of course, I get the holidays. That's right. <laughs> Actually, no. We skip holidays. Don't we? <laughs> we just drop this baby. Yep. <laughs> holidays. Pff, yeah, who needs that? Anyway, yeah. Welcome to another Nerd Up podcast. Uh, let's see. What do we got to today? We're going to talk nerdy things. Oh, wait. We do that all the right, time.
0: Right. We do that all the Well, we do that whether we're recording the Nerd Up podcast or if right. it's just you and I talking here at the station. <laughs> Right. We do that anyway but yeah some spectacular stuff of course since we've last talked uh halo has mm. wrapped up mm-hmm. uh Star Trek Strange New Worlds has launched has been <laughs> freaking awesome right uh, there was a, I don't know a Marvel movie Doctor Strange in the Multiverse about of that. Madness you might have heard about that <laughs> we should uh, probably talk a little bit about that Yeah. Uh,
2: so far you're checking off my
0: list how I mean. about Moon Knight did we talk extensively I know we didn't talk we haven't talked since Moon Knight probably ended
2: yeah not since it ended huh? so, so I yeah. guess we we'll are have to talk about it. it's been a bit it's been a minute so uh, yeah Moon Knight uh, let's see here what else is going on in the world uh, well, oh well well, I know here in a little bit we're going to interview uh, a, a filmmaker.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, uh, someone you know, uh-huh. Jeff Bryan. I hear you've been in some of his movies. I was uh, a couple, yeah. <laughs> hooked, hooked you up with How'd another independent filmmaker. Yep,
2: Desmond Heck is his uh-huh. name. He just came out with a movie called spider
0: well, and we were kind of uh, perusing Desmond Heck's IMDb page, yeah. and his is bigger than yours. It,
2: yeah, and I'm not liking that, <laughs> <laughs> even though. And the thing is, he got uh, his uh, uh, um, biography on IMDb. It says that he uh, got an agent and immediately was placed into two projects with Chuck Norris. I'm like, all right, the guy's legit. He's yeah. looking at Chuck Norris. That's all I need. That's right. Does, <laughs> that got, mean, does that mean you need to get an agent? I think I do. <laughs> the one I got now is failing me. <laughs> oh, wait, I don't have one. Uh, but, yeah, he, he uh, just recently did a movie called Spider, and it's on Tubi TV. I'm loving streaming networks, and I'm loving – I mean, even though, like Tubi, there's commercials. And you got to – oh, great. So, but that's your chance to go to the fridge, you know, right. get some snacks. Or maybe to go to the bathroom. Depends well, on how and, close it is. And,
0: you know, when you're watching a suspenseful uh, horror flick like this, it gives you an opportunity to go, Phew, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I don't know about you, but when it comes to horror movies, unless it's the campy Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street stuff. mm mm-hmm. I'm not I'm a big wuss. I'm a <laughs> big baby. I have to watch them like in the middle of the afternoon. You have to have your blinky. So, yeah, so there are plenty of daylight hours before I have to go to bed otherwise I'll have bad dreams.
2: Oh, poor Tony. Well, I love horror films and I love the tense. I love basically I love holding all that tension in until the very end of the movie and then by then all the dopamines just like woohoo. <laughs> the party time. And uh you know I don't I've I've been a fan of horror movies from like an early I think the first horror film that got me addicted to him was Phantasm. Yeah. And that one right there is like, okay, I'm in. <laughs>
0: well, I, I recently carried on a conversation with both of my kids and realized that they've been exposed to horror movies from a very early age <laughs> thanks to my dad. My dad was a, oh. a huge horror movie fan. Uh-huh. And uh my daughter was talking about uh the first horror movie she remembers watching was with him. Uh, she was probably five mm. or six, okay. And it was the hill. The hills have eyes. Oh, okay. Is the one okay. she vaguely yeah, right remembers.
2: On. Was that the one with uh, Michael Berryman in it? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he I was in that. Yeah. So. Yeah. okay, and all then, right. Uh, my son, <laughs> wow,
0: my son says his wasn't a horror movie exactly. Uh, you remember the uh, the parody disaster movie that they released? You know, yeah, and it was at nap. National Lampoon, Naked yeah, yeah, Gun yeah. style. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was his. And we, we figured Wait. it out. He'd have been like seven. And the thing that freaked him out was there was a scene in it where the air quotes chipmunks, uh-huh. Alvin, yeah. Simon, oh, and Theodore, yeah, 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 I remember. go all vicious yeah. and rip the throat out of <laughs> like, somebody. Like
2: zombie chipmunks or something. Yeah. I remember that scene. Okay. Yeah. And, and that we were, scared we were, him?
0: We were, when you're a six-year-old, ah. uh, the chipmunks that you're used to seeing singing uh, go all crazy and kill people.
2: <laughs> a different story, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: it's no wonder my kids are a little left of center.
2: Well, I just have to look at you and say, yeah, oh, they well. are. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but uh, you, you brought them up right, though, or at least your dad introduced them right, and you're continuing right. the process, because you got to give them uh, horror films at an early age. People say, oh, they'll scare, they'll ruin their... No. People who watch horror films all their lives are pretty much the most stable people I know.
0: Right. Well, you, you learn how to deal with <laughs> yeah. Uh, stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know. And I mean, sure, there are some out there. I'm like, nope, I wouldn't watch it myself.
0: <laughs> so. Well, uh, it hadn't been that long ago that my son and I rewatched uh, Thirteen Ghosts.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. And,
0: and it was a, that was was a lot of fun.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I got too many people in my family that just refuse. To watch horror films, yeah. so I'm stuck watching them alone anyway. But so I don't mind.
0: Now, having said that, I haven't seen any of the Conjuring. I haven't seen the Nun movies. Oh, those are good. Those terrifying. Those are.
2: <laughs> <laughs> those were. That's, those movies when they came out. Uh, uh. Well, the whole. The whole and even Bloomhouse, just all the—it's like a new era of horror. Yeah. And it's like really bringing out the horror, bringing back the horror, not just the slash. Right. You know. And I'm liking that. And 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 again, that's what I like about Jed Bryan. He he doesn't just have the slash. In fact, most of his slashes happen off screen. So. Right.
0: Well, and I, and I think that's where I fell out of love with horror flicks a little bit was when the Saw movies yeah. first came out, and then it was just how many different ways can we remake yeah. the <laughs> Saw type movie, and you had. Saw and hostile and and there were several others in that torture porn genre yeah that 's exactly yeah. that I'm like this th- no the, the, this isn 't scary movies they 're tense, but they 're not horror right but yeah,
2: and so yeah, and so I think horror movies took a dive for a while, but this one here that we 're going to talk about with desmond um it 's kind of a, a a witchcraft demonic possession type of film i don 't want to spoil it.
0: Well, and in full and disclosure, I've watched a portion of it, but I have not had a chance to finish. Tony watching all of it. Tony got scared. I got scared. Uh, it was too late at night, and I didn't have my wooby, and I had to turn it off. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> but I watched
2: the whole thing, and it's pretty darn good. It's it's clever. It's a very clever horror film.
0: Well, that's after and I having, like those. After having watched what I watched of it, and then talking to you about it, I'm now I have to go finish watching. You it. You do. Because my curiosity has peaked now.
2: <laughs> What's the Bill Cosby thing? He'd stay up late listening to uh, horror uh, stories on radio. It was back in the day when radio had horror well, stories. Let's not, let's not talk
0: about Bill Cosby.
2: I, would you like this drink, Tony? Yeah. Uh, and, he, <laughs> and he'd say he'd, uh, he'd right at the part where he gets scared the most. He'd go in there and spread Jello all over the floor so that the ghost or monster would slip. And this is a chicken heart story that he told. And, uh, and I'm like, I could probably do that now because there's times when I watch a horror movie because I watch them by
0: myself. That I'm like. Um, I don't want to open that door. <laughs> I was going to say, when you watch a horror movie by yourself, uh, are you uh, all the lights in the house on or all the lights oh, no. in the house off? It's got to be dark.
2: And, it's got to be. Yeah, it has well, to be you dark. Know,
0: and that's uh, one of the reasons I don't play the horror survival video games. <laughs> They're fantastic video games. But, holy, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I get deeply involved in, in the game. And then I get the crap scared out of me. And- well, I'm playing
2: Bioshock. I'm still in the middle of it. And uh, it's it's one of those that I didn't think is was going to be scary. Yeah.
0: But there's moments where all of a sudden, holy crap, where did that come from? Yeah. And yeah. when you play that in the dark, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and the sound design on those games is so spectacular. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite things to do is when I do nut up and play one of the horror survival games to get a good pair of headphones. Yes. Uh, you know, that yes. way it's just it's all right here by your head and it feels so immersive
2: i i have my uh uh not airpods uh but equivalent right knockoff generic and i put those in link them up to my switch and i'm like in the dark <laughs> and just loving everything because nothing i can hear in the outside world just what's going on but i should do that with video or with movies too no, I get too scared. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> but this one—it's definitely a clever one. And again, you don't see too many witches and demons hardly anymore in, in horror films. I, and they're kind of making a comeback on some, but it's—they it, went away for a while. You know, well,
0: and it seems like uh, anytime you talk about horror movies, it is—it is tends to be cyclical. It seems. Yeah. You know, yeah. You get you get uh, an influx of the slasher movies, yep. and then those die off found footage found footage and then those die off and then you know the like we said the torture porn movies and those die off and then you had the paranormal activity movies which were found footage supernatural ish kind of stuff uh and and those are good
2: yeah but and then you and then uh the you get these sparkly vampires and Oh wait, those weren't scary. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: No. No, that was definitely not horror in that one. That was just comedy. Uh but anyway, yeah, we'll talk with Desmond here in just a little bit and we'll talk uh nerdy stuff again. We talked about we're going to talk about Star Trek, uh Strange New Worlds because that is just phenomenal. It
0: is fantastic. <laughs> I can
2: I can't say enough about. We don't have enough time in a podcast to talk about how yeah, awesome. Yeah, if you are
0: a fan of Star Trek, And I know that there are people out there who are fans of OG Star Trek, next generation Star Trek. They got a bad taste in their mouth from Discovery. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Strange New Worlds will absolutely cleanse the palate and make you feel all warm and fuzzy. Come back to the fold. It is probably (laughs) the most Gene Roddenberry Star Trek since the first couple of seasons of Orville. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is
2: coming back this Which summer. Which is coming back for a third season. <laughs> I'm loving that too. So uh, yeah, we'll be talking about those here in a little bit. Uh we'll come we'll take a little bit of a break. We ain't going nowhere basically it's an auditory thing. So you'll hear a little from one of our sponsors, one of our many sponsors, such as Eagle theater. Uh, let's see who else. Oh, W T Y E. We work that's here. That's Right. And, well, and w-
0: Eagle theater getting ready to kick off their free Ooh. summer kids movie series here coming up in a Ooh. couple of weeks. So Ooh. very cool. If you're listening to the podcast in, uh, in the Robinson or Clinton area, make mm-hmm. sure you look them up online. Do Eagle they do theater. that? In streeter? Uh, I, I think they do. I'm sure okay, they so, do. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, kicking off the free summer kids movie series. And what is that? Well, it is exactly what you think it would be. They have a movie series throughout the summer that is free. For kids. For kids.
2: And adults have to pay, don't they? Yeah. Or, or, yeah so, But the kids get in free. And I'll tell you what, that was one of the best things whenever they first launched that. I, I took my son when he was little. And there are a couple times I'm like, ooh, there's a lot of noisy kids. Well, but the, it's for the kids, the, not the, me. The adults
0: get in free. The kids get in free. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. What, that's what it was. If you're in a you have to have a kid with you to get in
2: that's what okay
0: so Gil you, you cannot just go hang out at the theater and watch the free kid movies. I can look like a kid. No, you can look childish, but you can't look. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, oh There is a difference. I'm anxiously awaiting my uh, my granddaughter to get old enough <laughs> where I can start taking her to the theater. Hey, on, let's go to the movie, so I could go back and start watching these cartoons again, some yes. of the animated stuff, so, because with a reason. Yeah, when when me and my six foot five, three hundred pound son <laughs> walk in to see. Frozen. Uh, uh, that looks funny. You know, <laughs> people, people look at us. And you do? Do you pull up on your Harley when you go to the yeah, movies? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I,
2: it's hard to get Logan to ride bitch on the Harley. So. <laughs> I just wonder because it's like it's a couple bikers come in. Yeah, we want to see Frozen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're here
0: for the uh, we're here for the My Little Pony movie. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right. Well, we'll take a little bit of a break. Uh, come back with uh, a little talk with Desmond Heck. Talk about his movie Spider, which you can see it now on Tubi, and that's one of the streaming apps where millions of stuff. I love Tubi anyway. Right. Tubi. I've been on there. They've got a lot of old seventies TV shows. I think they've got Man from Atlantis. That's where I think that's where I started watching it the other day. And that show, by the way, holds up from the 70s. It's weird. And
0: if you want to find some weird, obscure things, (laughs) go check out uh, apps like Tubi. Yeah. Uh, You're going to find some weird, wonderful, obscure stuff.
2: And you'll find this movie Spider. And we'll talk with Desmond here in a little bit. So don't go nowhere. In fact, just keep listening. podcast.
0: (laughs) Prepare to be terrified. Lawford County Productions presents the Unlisted Owner Director's Cut. Featuring nine minutes of never-before-seen footage. Out now via Amazon Streaming and coming soon to Blu-ray and DVD. You've been warned. been warned.
2: Welcome back to the Nerd Up Podcast. Again, we didn't go anywhere. You didn't go anywhere. We just had to play like a little audio in between that kind right. of told you what you needed to do, like go to the Eagle Theater. or
0: Yeah, go to Eagle uh, Theater <laughs> or listen to WTYE uh, on the line. At, or buy uh,
2: Jed Bryan's movie. or by, you know,
0: For crying out loud, yes. <laughs> yeah, you, listen, owner, man. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, you've been in Jed Bryan movies, Gil. <laughs> we've, we've heard that. It's subtle. His, his entire IMDB page is built around Jed Bryan movies. That's, that's
2: awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, and I was kind of jealous. Yours is bigger than mine. But then again, uh, oh, by the way, I guess we should introduce people. Uh, people, this is Desmond Heck. He's a, a filmmaker, uh, I guess, director, actor, producer, and uh, just got through doing the movie Spider, like we talked about earlier. And it's on. It's available on Tubi right now. The app, the TV app, that's really cool. There's some cool stuff on there. But watch Spider because this is really good. And, or it's
1: and, on Zumo, my bad.
2: Zumo. Oh, Zumo! Gosh, I knew I was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I see. I messed
1: that up. See. Zumo. I was surprised. I was like, what? It's on Tubi? What?
2: <laughs> Tubi. I knew it was one of those that are not Netflix.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's all I needed to know. But uh, Zumo. Okay, yeah. So that one is X U M O. When you look for the app yeah, and it's on there. And uh, Spider is the name of it. Uh, I was interested from just the title alone. Because I'm a Spider-Man fan, <laughs> but there was no oh, radioactive yeah. spiders in this yeah, one. This
0: is this is not a comic book thing. Yeah. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah, man.
1: <laughs> not a creature feature either. <laughs>
0: right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. sorta.
2: Anyway, but no, Spider. Oh is, yeah. <laughs> Spider is a, a kind of, It's a horror film of sorts. It is a horror film, but it's it's one of those that's breaking the mold, getting away from the hacker and slasher films, the gross out. See who can uh, find the worst way to torture a human. That type of. It's uh. actually. Uh, I don't know. It's just—it's almost a coming-of-age movie at that, <laughs> because a woman oh, doesn't feel find herself attractive. So,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> so now, Desmond, uh, you're you're calling in from L.A. right now. Uh, uh, how's the weather out there? I got to ask that first.
1: Oh yeah, yeah it's beautiful. It's it, like, it always uh, is sunny, blue sky, and seventy degrees.
2: Oh, that yeah. sucks. I hate that. That's why I, I wish I'd have never yeah. moved out of there.
1: <laughs> like over there
0: it's a uh, sunny cold. blue skies and 70 degrees it is okay. actually so yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah oh there you go well, but, but uh, no beach uh, but gas we have price, Judy out here
1: though gas uh-huh. prices
0: out gas prices here are about uh 4.60 a gallon where what are oh. they where you're at
1: <laughs> yeah it's going it's going close to seven dollars oh geez all right
2: never mind i'm glad i'm here <laughs> 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 so all right so now now Desmond uh you've been at this a while this whole uh filmmaking you you uh actually I think I, I read your IMDb biography said something about you got an agent and immediately you had a you got to work with Chuck Norris
1: Oh yeah I was I was in two Chuck Norris projects I was in one uh I was in uh, Walker Texas Ranger and then like in a movie of the week that he that he did Wow That was that was a just long long time ago
2: That's first thing that happens when you hire an agent, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently in Texas, yeah, man. <laughs> I need an agent. <laughs> so But
2: uh yeah, I was I was impressed by that that you know, get a, get an agent, you immediately find work. I guess that's how it works there. <laughs> yes, but uh now now uh I was looking at uh, some of your listings of, of of some of the work you've done. Do you do a lot of horror or is it just what comes up?
1: Oh, no, it's mostly what what comes up? I think my the stuff that I film, I like to do um, scary, and suspenseful stuff. This is like, or technically, it's my second horror film. Okay, and I did one one comedy. Uh, I, but yeah, I love the. I'm a horror film fan, though.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. And then
1: the yeah, the rest of the stuff is just like whatever whatever work I could get, like from whatever <laughs> job that puts.
2: Right, right. Well, for me, uh, being a horror fan, I'm glad you have done horror films because. That means I get to interview you and ask you questions about this horror film that you oh, just awesome. created. Now, Spider, <laughs> no. I, you just it just got released. Is that right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, it was uh, like uh, the week before last. Wow. Okay. Uh, On uh, Zumo, by the way, not Tubi.
1: <laughs> Zumo.
2: Yes, yeah. Yeah. People going to go to Tubi and be like, "Wait a minute, I don't see it." Anyway. Yeah. It's like, sorry, folks, but Zumo. Uh, but yeah. Uh, now. A lot of people, I guess, in the early days of of streaming, a lot of people were very leery about getting their product on a streaming uh, uh, platform. What was your uh, decision-making process to get your movie there?
1: Well, it's hard for any filmmakers to make their money back on on their projects, Mm -hmm. and um, it's gotten a lot easier now because of like the streaming services. They do uh, they'll do ad based um, uh, films, so you know people go on the streaming service for free and watch the film, and the ads will run on the film. Yeah. And then the filmmakers get paid based on the ads, and so the, the viewer doesn't have to put money out for it, you know, and then the, ah. so, like, the money comes from the advertisers, so it's a lot easier for us to get our money back that way, as opposed to before, where, it um, you, you know, it's uh, a lot harder to say, oh, can you subscribe to this, you know, this right. one particular thing that just to watch my movie, or can you, like, pay an on-demand price, can you pay nine ninety nine just to watch my movie? Where more people are like, uh, eh, you know, I don't really want to pay $10, when I could pay, you know, $15 for a whole Netflix subscription. <laughs> but if it's on a free site, you can say, well, you just go here, you can watch the movie for free. You know, yeah. you don't have to pay for anything. So it's a lot easier for us to get our money back that way.
2: Yeah. Well, we're, you're talking to a couple of radio guys here, and we know all about ad driven revenue. Oh, cool. So <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> if it weren't for that, radio wouldn't be around, I don't think, anymore. But, well, and that's Gil and, oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Gil and I were talking earlier about how fascinating it is and how wonderful it is that independent filmmakers uh, can make full-length feature uh, feature films and get it in front of eyes through uh, some of these streaming apps and the the consumer technology has caught up with the industry standards in a lot of ways so that you're able to shoot, produce, and release a movie without really any studio backing.
1: Yeah, and and I think even like, what, 10 years ago, that was super super hard to do it was almost nearly impossible Mm -hmm. it was was way too expensive it was hard to get any type of you know distribution unless you're represented through a like a major distribution company and you know they wouldn't look at independent filmmakers because they'd say oh what have you done before you know how is this movie going to make any money back if we right if, if we take it on but now it's a lot a lot easier just because of the way technology has gone and there's a i found there's like a lot of different uh companies that work with independent filmmakers now like um, like Film Hub, they um, they're they're really good with independent filmmakers, and they'll they'll do like all the the work for you. So you just have to you know have your movie made, and then they'll help you get it through major platforms. You know, like uh, that that the other studios use as well. But it, it's just good for yeah. uh, the little guys now.
2: Yeah, definitely so. And I mean, honestly, I mean, if it, it hadn't been on Zumo uh, streaming, I don't think I would have found your film. <laughs> you know, yeah, it would have yeah. been it would have been one of those like, again many. Independent filmmakers, and I think this is the golden age for independent filmmakers because of that aspect. But but many of them, years gone by, it's like, oh, I wish I'd have watched those guys back then. Well, and it's it's you know we no
0: longer have the blockbuster videos of the world where you go and you, you're just looking for something to yeah. watch on an idle Friday and you just pick up right. a box and you read the back of it and you go, that sounds cool, and you get it. Now it's almost it's driven a lot by the algorithms out there. And so yeah. it's fantastic to have this outlet for independent filmmakers. Yeah, and definitely, yeah definitely. Now, uh, okay, so
2: Spider just released, um, let's see here, uh, this year, a couple of weeks ago, um, I know we're going to talk about the movie in depth here in a little bit, but I don't want to do spoilers because I want people to watch oh, it, cool. but, uh, uh, you got anything else coming up that you're working on?
1: I'm, I'm writing my next one right now. Okay. Uh, I'm doing my, I'm on my second draft of it. It's just about, um, my take on the dark side of, of Hollywood, but I'm,
0: I'm
2: still oh. writing
1: it. Like I've, yeah. Okay. It should, be, it should be, a fun one though.
2: Okay. Okay. Uh, the dark side of Hollywood. Uh. Now, is this, is
0: this going to be, uh, spilling some, uh. Some business tea, or or is this going to be more of a comedic take on the dark
1: side? No, it's like yeah, more more uh, more uh, suspense and thriller stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, but you're, I, not, you're not calling I, out I, any I,
0: agents or co stars or. No.
1: All right,
2: that would be. Yeah, no. That would be a good movie too, though. So, Tony, you and I need to work on that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was say, we'll, we'll put pen to paper. We so have no idea. We'll with. just make up stuff. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> tell us tell us a little bit about your process. Uh, you know, you come up with an idea. How do you get from How do you get from the idea to the the finished film?
1: Yeah, the, or the, or with this this movie, I had um I would met Novi Brown because I bought like a, uh, a a new camera and I was wanted to test it out. So I went on this website. Called Model Mayhem just to find a model to shoot with, mm. and she was on there. She was uh, she was from Germany. She was like this beautiful woman with this, this crazy German accent. She speaks fluent German, really. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was, I was surprised, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was just like her. Her energy was was so amazing. And then I met uh, I met Callie through. She was a webcam model at the time, and I had like this really terrible webcam addiction. And, uh, <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> yeah, I saw that she was in L.A. I was like, oh, would you like to? Like the together. You know, so I tested like my camera out with uh, the two of them, and then I just I kind of came up with the, the idea for the story because I knew noticed that Callie she had like this type of uh, energy, like when you're around her, she's like a magnet, like 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 she just attracts people, like uh,
2: just being right. in her presence, right? So
1: I wanted to do like a movie about you know a woman who has that kind of power over men, and I knew I wanted to work with the two of them, so I tried to you know find a way to have both of them in the, the movie at the same time. So I was like, well, but what if uh, you know they they had like. Kelly was like the alter ego of uh, of um, of Novi's character mm-hmm. in the movie.
2: Okay, yeah, okay. So just basically, you were testing out a camera, and a m- movie gets made.
1: I love those stories, man. This is well, awesome. No. <laughs> I
2: know it wasn't as that yeah, simple, but you know.
1: <laughs> well, no, no. I yeah, I just finished my other one, my other horror movie. So I was like trying to come up with ideas of what I wanted to write next. Cause I knew I was going to do another one. So yeah, that's uh yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it took me like maybe three months to, to write it out and then oh. um yeah we started shooting back in our first shoot day was september of 2016 and it took us like it took us almost like five years to finish filming wow. we finished filming on uh it was october of uh 2020 like after the pandemic started wow i couldn't have filmed the shooting at one time because i paid for the whole thing myself so we would, we would shoot the movie in increments so we'd come, oh we would shoot one day out of one day a month out of the
2: Wow! Well, well, d- yeah. well, you definitely can't tell that. Um, you, normally, I've oh, seen I've seen movies that there's like a couple of years between filming, and I've seen them where it's like, oh yeah, that person got older. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> but not, definitely you can't tell in this one. But
1: no, well, let's, Oh, that's good, man.
2: Well, let's talk about this movie in particular. All right, so basically, okay. I'm going to give you my gist of what I absorbed from it, uh, uh, right. and see if I'm accurate or not. At least uh, see if it's what you meant to do. But basically, you got this woman Rashonda who. Doesn't think of herself as attractive and yet wants to be with men, like, you know, wants to date men, like people want to do. And so to do so, she runs across a psychic that happens to have a spell. And, well, the fun begins. Yes. <laughs> and, and what she, she becomes a whole other person, like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing, actually. But in this case, yeah. she actually becomes a completely different person. And this other person, uh, well this other person is hot <laughs> i mean <laughs> of course you didn't didn't uh, hurt that you had her dressed very scantily throughout every time she yeah, was yeah. the alter ego so <laughs> whereas the whereas uh rashonda was actually dressed in a, like a frumpy dress looking thing and so yeah. but, so now if i go too far with spoilers let me know but uh so basically <laughs> so basically she's she's Realistically, selling her soul, but what she's got to do, she's got to kill some people to make this spell permanent, and uh it's just creepy. And the hilarity ensues. <laughs> and the hilarity ensues. And the hilarity ensues. Yeah. <laughs> so now, okay. Now I talked about you with before. I wanted to make sure you wanted to talk about it. But all right. So you have uh again, and and you have a black woman playing Rashonda, who is very beautiful, and like you said, she was a model, and you said she spoke german fluently i was like wow that's gotta hurt the throat oh yeah (laughs) i can't speak german because my throat hurts uh but and then you have uh (laughs) uh uh uh, uh, callie roses that's her name right yeah she plays the she plays roe or in the in the in the imdb listing you have her listed as black widow which makes sense uh but she is a skinny blonde woman now do you think you're going to get any flack from people saying what black people can't be beautiful i mean again yeah. Full well, full disclosure here. You're you're a man of color yourself, so I am. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The, 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 do you think you're going to get any flack from that?
1: I mean, it's possible. That's not that isn't why I wrote the movie. You know, I wasn't trying to be politically correct. I just, you know, that was her character. She uh,
0: mm-hmm. like she
1: is a beautiful woman, but mm-hmm. I think right. that in her mind, she feels that she's not a beautiful woman, and she uh, she wants to find a mate, and she feels like she has to resort to these. Deviant tactics to get what she wants, yeah. despite the fact that it's not what she would need to do. Like she, like even like her, her friends are saying, uh, like uh, her friend Jacob and uh, yeah. uh, Drake, they're telling, me, like, no, you're you're you are a beautiful woman. They're like, come on, she's like, no, she's like, I'm, I'm ugly, like a like a spider. She feels like she's not, yeah, not beautiful. Like it's like a it's like a tragic a tragic story. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, she's not like a uh, even like she's like a not a necessarily a good person mm-hmm. uh but you kinda of feel sorry for her but even though she's yeah. doing these uh, sinister things you feel kind of kinda of sorry for her character or at least I did, like yeah. when, I, yeah, when I I wrote it. No, I well, can see and, that. And I think
0: that I think that makes some of the best uh villains, if you will, if they're a villain, yeah. but you can absolutely see their point of view, where they're coming from. Yeah, uh, you know, it, yeah. it makes it easier to identify and and makes them uh, a sympathetic villain.
2: And and you open up the uh, movie with a, a very yeah. <laughs> a <laughs> drastic way of her trying oh, yeah. to make find love, uh, getting yeah, choked, not working. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not working. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, and 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 that's the thing. She just made some poor uh, uh, decisions in her uh, partnership. <laughs> And that And now she's yeah. like, "Oh, I gotta find the easy way and again uh yeah. it, I mean to me, it made sense, like basically, I think in my eye I was seeing her as becoming a demon, so to speak, uh to try to find that love, and uh yeah. and I love the fact that women saw her as herself men only men were the ones that saw her as the uh beautiful seductress, so yeah. And yeah. I, I love. There's one of your scenes. Well, there's a couple of them that I really liked. Was the one of them where they're talking to the reporter, and uh, the, the lady goes, "Yeah, she's an African American woman." And the the guy goes, "What? No, what?" Yeah. <laughs> and I, I love. Are like, you going to pull the race car? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah, that's quote. Cool. <laughs> you were going to pull the race car. What? And I loved that. <laughs> it's like so cool. It's like and and then and then the police interview too, where they had the female cop doing the interview. Uh, he goes. Yeah. He, he says something. I see you're a bl- beautiful blonde woman, or something like that, and she's just looking at him like, "What? <laughs>
1: yeah, what?
2: Yeah, what? <laughs> you're, not, you're looking at but the same it... woman." But okay, yeah. again, I'm gonna. I think that's about as far as I want to go without giving away spoilers because this is a. It's a really oh, clever movie. I I enjoyed the heck out of it. Didn't get scared for myself because okay. normally a, a horror movie will scare me. Or one, there are certain times that will scare me, and I'm like, I don't want to open the door. You know, this one is like, no, nah, I don't know. I don't know this girl, so I'm good. So, yeah. But I will tell you, I was sitting in that dark room thinking, I hope my wife doesn't have any of these books that she found.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: you like, wait a minute. <laughs> Am I going to be killed next? So,
0: no, you're fine. Your wife only watches the true crime documentary. Uh, that's true. <laughs> yes. Oh, <yeah>. You <laughs> have nothing to worry oh, about. Oh, yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> That
0: okay. Now, Desmond, you got you're
2: uh, you portray her best friend, uh, Rashonda's best friend, Jacob in this movie. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. That's true. Okay. <laughs> sure. I was thinking it's funny though, like when she. Uh you know, when she does her spell and you know like the, the demon like comes out, like Jacob like exits the movie. He's like, I am out I and mean, then you don't see him again for the rest of the movie Right.
2: <laughs> Although there's that one scene where he's like, Oh hot for her. he and and then the girl oh, yeah, yeah. the girl says, Well you know each other Right, so, right. It's like, well I I was wanna make sure because when I was watching it again I didn't watch the, I didn't look at IMDb until after I saw the movie, and so uh, okay. I saw that you were listed as an actor in there, and I'm like, all right, got to talk to this guy. Uh, which one is he? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's him, I'll <laughs> bet you. <laughs> so, <laughs> that, I, I, don't ask yeah. me why I knew that. So, <laughs> But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, with all the, the, the again, you got the two main cast members and yourself, How did you come about getting others? I mean, as an independent filmmaker, that's kind of one of the hard things to do is to find people to do this job for basically free sometimes.
1: Yeah, a lot of it, it it was, uh, there's some people that I worked with uh, before in uh, my other project, and then I would also, I went on um, LA Casting um, and found some actors on there, and uh, I found uh, Jason, the guy playing Trevor, I found him on uh, Backstage, Hmm. uh, West. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of cool uh, sites for any any filmmakers that they can just post an ad for your film on, and then you'll get a lot of actors out. Over the
0: yeah, in LA maybe not here in Illinois. <laughs> LA.
1: <laughs> yeah, here in Illinois,
0: you've got to post it on Facebook and hope your friends' friends come out and, and be in your movie.
2: <laughs> uh, but you you got a great cast. I mean, every, I didn't see a single bad actor in my opinion so it's like that's always a good oh, thing awesome. so uh it was all it was the cast has worked all well together and the guy playing trevor there were a few times i'm like he could be captain america
1: <laughs> that guy's oh, too handsome awesome. yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna tell him you said that he's gonna love that <laughs>
2: i'm like he's too handsome to be in this so <laughs> but uh it, i had a good time watching it and i'm really looking forward to anything else you're doing in the future because if this is just a you know a, a clue as to what you do i'm loving it so uh uh, again, Tony, you need to watch the movie.
0: Well, that's, I'm, I'm going to have to finish <laughs> watching it. Like I said, I honestly I started watching it uh, actually here at the station this morning <laughs> in preparation yes. of the podcast, and then I got you know interrupted as I had to do my job and actually oh, work. Yeah, like I had to and, work. I'm, I'm trying to watch a movie here. Leave me alone. But uh, but one one of the that things I bad. one of the things I always like to ask, and I, I have asked Jed Bryan this: uh, so Do good, you yeah, prefer? Do you prefer being in front of the camera or behind the mm. camera or do you enjoy both equally if you had your choice which would you do
1: You know it's weird just I I prefer being behind the camera I, I used to you know I started out, uh being an actor but yeah just in doing this it's it's fun to, um, for me to kind of uh write things out and then see it come to life the whole process of uh, everyone coming together and making this this story come Reality is, is is really fun. I, I I like the whole process of that and filming and shooting. Yeah, yeah. But it uh yeah it didn't start out that way, but it, it turned out that way. <laughs>
0: well, and I I, uh, I think honestly that's uh, very similar to the same answer I got from Jed <laughs> when we asked him uh, a similar question. Is uh, you know, and it and it has to be very satisfying too, as you you talked about. Uh, you're, you're testing out your camera. You're just kind of fiddling with it, and then this idea pops into your head, and then to see that. Yeah become reality has got to be very satisfying.
1: Yeah, and and uh just uh, the I don't know there's a, there's a great feeling when you have like all these talented people and like in one room they're all helping you make your your story come to life. It, I just it, there's not, I have no other word that can describe it. I think it's like my reason for a breathing and uh yeah, mm. I just, just enjoyed doing it. But yeah.
0: well, and again, it's fantastic that you're able to do it. You're able to do it on your terms. And with a lot of these streaming apps, you can get it out there in front of people and and continue to do it. Yeah,
2: and, and yeah, definitely. Uh, and the fact that you're—I mean, uh, I, I'm w- Tony and I are both in radio for the purpose of uh, you know entertaining the masses. You know, we, at, at least that's what we talked about and that's what we like to do is like we, we like to keep these people entertained I do stage acting and I've well hey I was in a Jed Bryan film did We're, I tell you about that Tony? Yeah, you've been <laughs> in a couple hey,
0: yeah. yeah I believe you've been in a couple I've heard that
2: <laughs> anyway yeah. but but I love the acting process because it's like you're you know you're getting you're entertaining people You're or, or maybe not making them laugh but you're making them feel something and uh, that's just from that point of view I can't only imagine from you know writing creating a baby basically right <laughs> and then here my baby's into the yeah. world what do you think yeah. and just the fact that again I had a great time watching the movie so uh, you know if, if I'm just a, a little sampling of your audience you're going to see a lot of people liking now, this now uh,
0: when oh. you finish a project like this have you sat down and watched the movie in its entirety because <laughs> uh, I know a lot of filmmakers don't uh, you know they, they, they see it as they cut it together and then once it's a whole thing they rarely revisit it what about you
1: Oh yeah. I've I've seen it a, a a million times I think just or not a million, but like over a hundred times. Just because of the post production process. So every time there's a, a change with the uh the the, the the editing or the uh, the, mm-hmm. the film score, I'd have to rewatch the entire movie. But it's a good thing I liked the movie because I had to watch it so many times. I never really got tired of watching it. So. Oh, well, uh, that's good. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I guess that that yeah. speaks volumes that you've seen it that many times and you still enjoy it, and you're yeah. still proud of it, and yeah. still want people to see it because, uh, you know, with any project, it can become a real love hate relationship. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've,
2: I've had those
1: I projects.
0: <laughs> I have too. <laughs>
1: Or that, that's the thing i guess about when you when you write your own movie it's a little bit right it i guess it hits closer to home so it's a, it's a little easier to watch suppose if if i would, did someone else's uh script or something that i didn't wasn't that invested in it would uh-huh. know, be different
2: I yeah think. good point good point i mean uh one of uh uh, Ke- uh <laughs> tony and my favorite uh directors kevin smith He's always talking about oh, man. doing his own work, and when he and there's a couple times he didn't do his own work, and it just he didn't really care as much. Yeah. So. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, I can see it, and it's like, okay, well, this is something you you made, so you gotta like it. <laughs> now you have your you have your own production company, is that right?
1: Yeah, just by, you, by default. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> yeah. when you're an independent like, filmmaker, yeah, <laughs> you know.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Uh, as, as, well, as my next question, I might not be might be a moot point at this time. I was like, well, do you have any other films that come in under your production company, or is it just your films?
1: Just mine. Ah, okay. But then again,
2: you're independent. Doesn't matter.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it's funny all the hats you you take on when you uh, oh, when yeah. you're independent. Like, oh, yeah, I'm a producer. I have to do casting too. Wait, I have to get I have to coordinate everything. I have to find the locations. What?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Your craft services as well. Yeah, that's, I think that's yeah, but- one of I think that's one
0: of Jed's favorite jobs behind the scenes is uh, being craft services <laughs> yeah. in charge of catering.
2: And- he can buy subway like
0: nobody yeah. else can. <laughs> yeah. Just don't ask him to get a rotisserie chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Next time you talk to Jed, ask him how the rotisserie chickens are. and...
2: Yeah, he'll, that's a good story. Uh, so,
0: all right. So uh,
2: again, uh, Spider folks, it's a fa- not Spider folks, it's Spider. And then I'm talking to you folks Spider listening. Hulk. Yeah, that's the sequel. No, ooh, you know,
0: Spider uh, folks.
2: So for you folks listening, Spider is a movie you need to check out. It's on Zumo. It's a streaming app. It's free, and uh, I tell you what, it's it's worth your while. It's a it, I think it'd be a neat great a date movie. Although you'd be sitting Ooh, there going, yeah. uh, "What books are you reading?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: she's well. like, "You better not be looking at that
2: woman." <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. No, I was looking at the other one. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> no. Yeah, and that's it's the like, thing. Which one? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, though. Like they're both beautiful. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's the thing with the. Uh, but you have uh, the uh, uh, the uh, the Black Widow herself. She. Is dressed so scantily, it's like you can't help but look. Oh yeah, <laughs> which you know, I'm not complaining. I'm just letting you know, I'm not complaining. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, Desmond, a uh, couple more questions here for you. Uh, first of all, uh, in in the near future, do do you want to just become a, a director or uh, and create your own films, or do you want? Are you going to go on and do some more acting? Uh, can we look forward to seeing you on the big screen or any plans like that?
1: I want to create my own films. That's what uh, I right. my heart's definitely at. I, I still have a uh uh you know, a manager. I, I still like mm-hmm. uh, get submitted for work, but I think it's like I always put myself in my movie because I know I, I know I'll book myself. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> like the... <laughs> It's like I'll hire you, Desmond. <laughs> you ever yeah, audition for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Can <Could> you imagine? <laughs> no, I'm trying, I'm, I'm for, I'm trying yeah. to picture the
0: process of directing yourself. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no,
1: <laughs> Desmond, you did it wrong. Do it again.
2: <laughs> and everybody on everybody on the on the set are like, "This guy's nuts."
1: <laughs> so he must be one of those Hollywood directors.
2: <laughs> yeah. See, well, I, I'm really hoping you do more because I mean, just the the writing and and the whole production of this film enough was enough for me to say hey this guy's good so well, and that's, oh, I you know it,
0: one of the things we talked about earlier is is again and and I'll I'll talk about it again here is the fact that the technology affords you the opportunity as an independent filmmaker to produce a movie that is on par with anything you're going to see on the big screen there was a time where if you went to see an independent film it was just based on the technology available yeah. at a consumer level, it yeah. was obvious that it was a an independent film.
2: Yeah, well, like for example, the movie Slackers back in uh, the early nineties. Oh, Slackers! Yeah, man. great, great movie. But you can tell this was done with someone's handheld. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, but but it's yeah. still a great movie. Well, but now you got even
0: uh, even you know we referenced Kevin Smith earlier, Clerks mm-hmm. is uh, is Clark. one of his yeah, big movies, movie. and it's in black and white solely because he didn't want to have to mess with. Trying to do the color correction on the back end, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah.
2: well, yeah. Any black and white films. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you that uh, I'm really hoping. I'm I'm all about the independent filmmakers. That's how I met Jed Bryan in the first place, and he introduced us to you. That's why his name keeps popping oh, awesome. up. We're we're tossing it back and forth right. because he's the one oh, introduced. He's awesome, yeah. Isn't he? <laughs> he introduced us to you, and we're like, yeah. The more independent filmmakers, the better, because. Uh, I mean, we even uh, got him and another independent filmmaker. We got a, a showing at our local theater here, and uh, nice. people don't see those as much they don't, right. it, because they're just not yeah. available out there. So we 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 love independent film. Yeah. High That's on all. the Hog was a fun movie. Yeah, it was. It was way too much. Oh, do you? Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it it was bizarre, but uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But the, yeah, I'm I'm totally. Uh, I mean, I mean, if you need a cheerleader, just give me a call anytime, and I will say, hey, you keep going because you're you're doing good. And so,
0: and, and here's oh, where I he, here's it. where he puts a pitch in to see if you can book him in your next movie. Yeah, so you're in, you're in casting.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you good with pom poms? Can you? Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. like a practice. <laughs> i like I do. Need, like, I do need a cheerleader. Like, I mean,
2: <laughs> I'll leave the cheerleading for Tony. So. Yeah, Gil doesn't look <laughs> quite as good in the uh, little mini
0: skirt. Yeah, so. the skirt thing doesn't go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, I will definitely be not a cheerleader, but I definitely I will be behind you. Uh, if you ever do, uh, I will be telling all my friends and everybody, "Hey, check this one out!" Because immediately oh, after man. we get done with the podcast and I get it posted and everything, I'm going to be sharing the link to tell people, "Watch this on Zumo, <laughs> not Tubi, oh, yeah, I not Tubi, it. Zumo." Yeah,
1: You're not Tubi. Too-
2: <laughs> that was in my brain. Nah, I got it out now. Uh, so. <laughs> And uh, finally, one other question. What is it that got you wanting to do film in the first place, or acting, or anything in the first place?
1: Oh, wow. I guess, like, I, even as a little kid, I was always in, I was in, like, all the plays in elementary school. I guess maybe because I'm a Leo, like, a, a <laughs> bit of a an attention whore, I guess. Or I, don't, I don't know. I right on. <laughs> that's what I said. I always like writing stuff, too. Like, um, I would I'd write these pretty crazy stories in my English class that would make my, teachers say what okay cool to kind of get it out there get it out there in in, in an artistic way
2: yeah yeah well that you know i I always wonder like why why people i mean again now like we've been saying independent film now is a little bit easier but at the same time it's like you're putting your heart your soul into this and you got to work at it Why would anybody want to put themselves to that much trouble?
0: Well, that's, yeah, we've talked, we've talked with uh, independent filmmakers, independent comic book creators, authors, and man, it's a hell of a lot of work.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's not, not, not easy, man. I don't know. I think if you're, if you're a heart student, though, it's like, it's like, I can't not do it. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm like, why am I here if I'm not, if I'm not going to do what I, you know, what's in my heart to do? So, well, and sometimes,
0: uh, sometimes you get an idea that's bouncing around in your head that almost drives you crazy until you get it out.
1: Yeah, and, and yeah exactly. All
0: right.
2: Well, well, keep doing it because if, the, if nothing else, this film definitely has me. I'm looking here uh, at some of your previous work here. I'm listing at the ones you've, that you've written. L- wonder, wonder if I should watch these or not. Bloody Snow was the one in 2016. Oh, uh,
1: Bloody Snow, yeah, that was... Is, that, that, one. That, is was, that a horror movie? That that was a horror movie, yeah. Okay, with the name Bloody and, uh, Snow is
2: like, it better be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to have to look up some of your other movies and see if I can find them anywhere. No,
1: Gil,
0: Bloody Snow right. is a rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. It could be. <laughs>
1: Funny. <laughs> Funny, man. That's
2: <laughs> <So, laughs> Well, once again, ladies and gentlemen, that's Desmond Heck. Uh, go check out his movie Spider. It's on Zumo. It's free. There's no excuse for you not to watch it. So that's the best Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Check yeah. it out. And uh, it's definitely worth watching. It's 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 a clever, and again, we didn't spoil it. We got you up to the edge of the spoiler, but not there. And um, it's, it's definitely worth watching. Desmond, thanks for coming on to the podcast and talking with us today.
1: Yeah, I, I appreciate you guys having me, too. I, I really, truly appreciate it. And, well, yeah, I'm going to thank you like a million
2: times. Too. <laughs> well, yeah. definitely stay in touch, and uh, uh, you know, if anything else comes up and uh, you're, you're doing, I'll be glad to talk to you about that too. Yeah, so. absolutely.
0: You've got future projects you're working on. You want to get a little uh, get a little time with us? Just uh, reach out, and we'll get we'll have you back on. Be happy to. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm, yeah, I
2: appreciate it. So uh, that was Desmond Heck. Go check out his movie Spider. It's on Zumo right now, and uh, we'll be back with some more Nerd Up podcast in just a moment. Talk to you about that too. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So. You've got future projects you're working on. You want to get a little uh, get a little time with us? Just uh, reach out, and we'll get we'll have you back on. Be happy to. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm, yeah, I appreciate it.
0: So uh, that was Desmond Heck. Go check out his movie
2: Spider. It's on Zumo right now. And uh, we'll be back with some more Nerd Up Podcast in
0: just a moment. Nerd Up Podcast. Have you ever wondered what makes Eagle Theater possible? It's you. In a world of Netflix, Amazon Prime, and YouTube, it's your loyalty to Eagle Theater that makes first-run movies here a thing. And we want to say thank you with the annual Popcorn Bucket. Buy the annual bucket and you're set to save. When you buy the bucket, we'll fill it for free, and each time you come back for another visit, we'll fill it for just $3.50. Buy the bucket, support the Eagle Theater, and save.
2: All right, uh, welcome back to the Nerd Up podcast, and
0: uh, that was Desmond Heck and uh, okay, Zumo, not Tubi, Zumo, not Tubi. Tubi's still a fun app, and if you're looking for some weird, strange, off the wall stuff, yeah, Tubi is fantastic. Yeah, and one of the things I love about all those apps, whether it's Tubi, Zumo, Pluto, uh, Samsung—I've got a Samsung TV—and it's they have their own oh, okay. Samsung app, which is kind of a Pluto clone. They all have Bob Ross. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. <laughs> I haven't been. Well, to there's Zoom. another one that is one called Stir S T I R R, and they have Bob Ross channel too. Yeah, so. I haven't been. I haven't checked out Zumo to see if they have Bob Ross, but <laughs> as long as they've got Bob Ross, I'm a happy guy.
2: Uh, well, I know they have a whole bunch of movies. I'm a happy little tree, <laughs> and they have Spider by uh, Desmond Heck, and uh, again on Zumo, not Tubi. I, I guess. Well, see, I go to Tubi a lot because there's a whole bunch of old '70s uh, sitcoms. Uh, even, like, Man from Atlantis, like I mentioned, there's a, a one series called Quark, which is an, a sci-fi from the late 70s that was just stupid, but I like it. Right. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of things like that. That's why it was stuck in my brain. And ac- and actually, here's what it is, Tony, is that we're getting ready to do, uh, here in our community, we're going to do a fundraiser for a local theater. We're going to do a night of Shakespeare. And so I was thinking of Shakespeare when I thought to be or not to be. To be Zumo, or not to be. Yeah, see? So it was it, Zumo, not Zumo. Zumo. doesn't
0: work. That is the question. Yes. <laughs> Does that work, excuse work? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> to be or not to be. Zumo, I, that is the app.
2: I knew if I spoke enough words, an excuse would come out. <laughs> 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 All right. So let's talk nerdy here for the rest of this show. Uh, we've already teased well, some of the things, even though Zumo, not to be, is where you can catch Spider. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we talked about watching And some- uh,
0: Disney Plus is where you can catch Moon Knight oh yeah how did you like Moon Knight I loved it i mean, and because and was... I know you're a Moon Knight fan from mm-hmm. for a hot minute about yeah. back in the comics and
2: yeah and because it's, it's one of those see I never was uh, all my friends were X-Men you know that was the big popular thing me I, again I had
0: Spider-Man Dude, you have throughout the history uh, at least as far as I've known <laughs> and, and hearing you tell stories about your you you always went against the grain. I think so. If yeah. everybody liked X-Men, you liked uh, Moon Knight. Yeah. If everybody was listening to Bon Jovi, you were rocking to punk. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Exa- yeah, pretty much. So
2: <laughs> Yeah. And uh, where everybody wanted to go to party, I was into girls. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I don't know. I just like things that are different. But, yeah, Moon
0: Knight, uh, I, I loved Ghost Rider. I loved Howard the Duck, Man Thing. And to be fair, you like the comic book Howard the Duck, not the weird '80s movie where he may or may not have made out with with
2: Leah Thompson. I, see, I like the Leah Thompson. scene. Marty singing. McFly's mom. Yeah, I like the Leah Thompson in her underwear. That's oh, I do like that. That is a damn good scene. Yeah, <laughs> that is a damn good and the rest scene. of the movie is like, where, so, where'd they get Howard the Duck from? This <laughs> he didn't do that. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Uh, But yeah, yeah, and that's exactly right, the the comics. And so Moon Knight, whenever I heard that they're going to do a series on it, I'm like, oh, that's going to be interesting. And they took it to a place where, I mean, through Moon Knight, there's different incantations or different personalities in right. this guy's head, and which one are they going to bring? Well, they brought them all. <laughs>
0: yeah, and, and, and it was fun because we, the viewer, spoilers, uh, the entire series has been out on Disney Plus now for oh, a while. couple of weeks. Yeah. So if you haven't watched it yet, get on it. Get on it, and then come <laughs> back to the podcast. But uh, we had seen all three of his personalities, we as the audience, just weren't aware yeah, that yeah. we had seen all three. Well, uh, like, A- and that was kind of fun. I really kind of... Uh, my wife, she has watched some hmm. of the Marvel stuff with me. She watched the first... My son and I made her watch the first episode... And she went, this is confusing. I'm done. <laughs> and she didn't watch the rest of the run. And, and I really think uh, to get the most out of it, you, you have to watch it it's in its entirety. Yeah. And it is. There is it parts explains of it, itself. There are parts of it that seem very disconnected and disjointed, and you're supposed to feel that way. That's yeah. part of the storytelling process for yeah. this. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's one
2: of the things about this uh, series is, like, I've never really been super clear on what his powers are. Right. Even reading the comics and I never, it's like, okay, he's got, I know what some of them are, but what there's other things he does. And this one kind of they teased that as well. It's like, well, you still don't really know what he's doing, but dang it. He's a pretty good hero. Right. <laughs> and again, more than one personality and I'm hoping they do another season. I heard they might not.
0: Well, it's you know, it's been a lot of fun being a guy into this nerdy stuff <laughs> here lately because uh, you know, we, and we've talked uh, in the past. The Disney Plus series. I don't know that they've done one yet that has disappointed yeah. me. You know, Loki was awesome. The uh, the um, the other the animated series. Yeah, the know, what if, what uh, if, yeah, the what if that was a ton of fun. Wandavision was Wandavision awesome. was spectacular. <laughs> and now, as far as I'm concerned, Moon Knight is just the latest in that vein yeah. of. Of really great Disney Plus things.
2: And a lot of the complaints I heard about Moon Knight were, how's this going to tie into Marvel Universe, the cinematic universe? I really don't care if they tie it in or not. Well,
0: and I think that's one of the things that I think that's what they're doing with the multiversal stuff that they've got going on right now Mm -hmm. is it doesn't necessarily have to tie into the MCU proper. And it's one of the things, you know, if you're a longtime comic book fan, if you've been a comic book fan for a hot minute, this is how comics have always friggin' worked. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. If you were a Moon Knight fan, then you could just read the Moon Knight comics, and it was not necessary for you to read all of the Marvel comics. Right. Occasionally, Moon Knight would show up in an X-Men comic or in one of the other. There'd be some crossover things or, uh, you know, a special crossover uh, series where Mm -hmm. it was... You know, Midnight Suns, where yeah. you had Blade and, and Ghost Rider and yep. Moon Knight. But you could just be a fan of this thing. Yeah. And so I kind of think, in my mind, that's how Marvel Studios is structuring this phase of the MCU.
2: Yeah, and and again, they don't need, this story doesn't need to latch on. I mean, yeah, they did that with the first phase with all the Avengers leading up to, you and know. And let's face it. Infinity
0: Gauntlet. And we've talked about it before. In my opinion, that was dumb, stupid, do-da-luck that they were able to pull that, But <laughs> like, 23, 24 movies or whatever yeah, it was, yeah. spanning a decade, all kind of... There, now, there are some inconsistencies if you really start to oh, analyze yeah. it, but for the most part, they were able to pull off the Infinity Saga yeah. in a spectacular way.
2: Yeah, and not only that, but uh, there there are times that you, you knew that, uh, okay, they went in and like, oh, what about this scene? Well, let's write it and explain it later on. And they and they would do that.
0: Yeah, they and, retconned a lot of stuff as they went through, and it, and it still worked.
2: It's, it still worked out and perfect. But again, if Moon Knight is not a part of the MCU, I don't care. Right. It was a fun series
0: to watch. And Oscar Isaacs, I mean, gosh. Uh, that guy is... i tell you what. He deserves the Best Supporting Oscar, <laughs> yeah. the Best Actor Oscar. <laughs> and, I mean, because he, he, yeah. he played... We saw him play throughout the series at least two different characters. Yeah. In the final episode, post-credity kind of scene, a third character. Uh-huh. And it was spectacular watching him flip seamlessly between these two people.
2: When they were on the, the boat to hell or whatever that is with the Egyptian lore, uh-huh. uh, with the hippo driving. <laughs> yeah. and No, it was really a series. It wasn't my trip. Anyway. Uh- yeah. Uh when they were doing that and they had the t- scenes where they're acting together, well, you know they weren't acting together, but right. he it would seemed like they were in the same room and it's like how do they do yeah. that?
0: Yeah, he he was fantastic yeah. in it? Yeah. So. it.
2: But But it it's definitely worthwhile and if it doesn't tie in, I don't care. If it does,
0: cool. Right. If you know, we'll, I'll yeah, take it I way. can I can enjoy Moon Knight for Moon Knight mm-hmm. and if I don't see Moon Knight in another Avengers style team up movie. Okay. That's right. I
2: know you it's know. there. It's like, like the comics. They never... They actually, Moon Knight comics weren't a consistent run. Right. Like X-Men or Spider-Man. They were It was hit and miss, you know. Every once in well, a while they did special.
0: and that's like, uh, you know, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> uh, it was fun just seeing some of the cameos yeah. that they had in that movie. Yeah. Whether those cameos ultimately pay off anywhere else throughout the franchise, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. It was fun to see... Again, spoilers. <laughs> it was fun to see uh, John Krasinski yes. as Mr. Fantastic. Yes. And it Richard. was. He even had the hair. <laughs> it was badass yeah. to see Patrick Stewart. As Professor Xavier, mm-hmm. but not the Professor Xavier from the X Men movies with Hugh no, Jackman. Right. This was the Professor Xavier from the 1997 animated series. Yeah. They even had the music. I they even that. had the music. <laughs> oh, a little. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm like,
2: ah! <laughs> yeah. Well, and and then also Black Bolt. They had they used the same black oh. actor from uh, the Inhumans TV series, and uh, which too so- too soon to talk about Black Bolt. <laughs> Boom! Ouch! Uh, headache. Was, yeah. <laughs> headache. Yeah, splitting headache. But the, the the fact that they used the same actor was cool. If they use them any further, that don't, I don't matter. But the thing that really made it cool is that with him and with uh, uh, Patrick Stewart, two Enterprise captains were in
0: that movie. That's right. Two Enterprise <laughs> captains were on the uh, on the. Uh... In the Illuminati together, yeah and then uh, you know it was fun to see Haley Atwell back as Peggy write. Carter, mm-hmm. but she was Captain Carter from the What If series, yeah. which was fantastic, and again, uh Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is a movie that stands on its own, yeah. It does not require really that you have seen the first Doctor Strange movie, that you've seen any of the Avengers movies. Or my WandaVision, wife, even. yeah. My wife hadn't seen uh, a good chunk of WandaVision, and she didn't watch any of the if stuff, mm-hmm. but she was still able to enjoy it for yeah. what it was.
2: And, and they explained what they needed to from the WandaVision right. series. So yeah, and yeah, so and I think that's. I hope that, uh, uh, well, I guess it's the mouse owns marvel but i hope the mouse can still make just movies and not have to worry about making one big story right. told and, and moon knight doctor strange perfect examples and well um,
0: and i think that's one of the beautiful things that they're going out of the, they're going out of their way to set up this idea of the multiverse yeah and so fuck, we can tell all kinds of different stories and who cares if the continuity's not right for the thing that you think you know? Mm-hmm. Because this didn't happen on Earth six one six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This happened on Earth eight two eight or yeah. whatever it was. You know, and and so you get some of that opportunity to tell different, familiar characters but different stories.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and keep doing it. We yeah. need more comic book movies. Yeah, I, I'm I here do. for it. I'm here <laughs> for it. And I'd like to see some of the other like I. You know what I think deserves a new movie. And because, because it was when it came out, it was like they didn't have the ability to make it as good as they could. But Spawn, they well, need to revisit and, that.
0: And, and I thought that they were working on, uh, Todd McFarlane was working on a Spawn movie with Jamie Foxx. I'd heard that. In the the title role, I think. He, but it was going to be more of a sort of a horror movie. Well,
2: yeah, Spawn, yeah. Types. <laughs> you know, because
0: the, the one with, uh, was it Michael Jai White that was spawn in that uh, honestly i can't remember
2: the guy's name and uh, yeah but uh i just remember john Leguizamo because yeah. he was the perfect oh, violator <laughs> yeah he was awesome
0: but uh yeah uh, i heard that they are working on a new spawn movie mm. and hmm. well, uh, they- i haven't heard any more about it and it was one of those that uh yeah it was michael J. white okay Um it was one of those that i heard a lot of buzz about and then covid happened and it, pfft,
2: yeah well, you know uh, damn COVID! Damn COVID! Now we got monkeypox. By the way, so just saying. Anyway, <laughs> anyway yeah, and I think they a lot of people should go back and well, I mean they're going to revisit Blade from rumors and all this stuff. They should because those shows they were they those movies they stood out where they were because of when they were right now.
0: You can do so much more, right. and I think they would really be able to. Well, and I got to be honest, even the 1997 Spawn movie, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. Again. The some of the visual effects don't hold up today. No, not at all. (laughs) You know, they look pretty rough and pretty dated. But for 1997, it wasn't bad.
2: Yeah, it's like watching an unretouched version of Star Wars. You know, it's like sometimes those look better. (laughs) I've seen
0: some of the. I tried watching one of the prequel movies. Here not too long ago, uh-huh. who the CGI does not hold up. <laughs> no, does not. And, and you know, unfortunately, George Lucas went all in <laughs> on the CGI for some of those prequel movies. Yeah, he did. Yikes, <laughs> too much, too much. Yeah.
2: But yeah, and you know what? Uh, I think that you know, moving forward, Marvel, if you're gonna if you're gonna create another one storyline, and this and they're teasing us with this, and they're just having these little side stories, and eventually it's all going to come together. Cool. If they don't. I'm good with it I'm, I'm still good with in. it too yeah and okay yeah, let's...
0: I've, I've heard that they're trying that they're kind of working toward uh well secret invasion is a, a series coming up mm-hmm. on Disney plus but uh secret war secret war yeah as yeah, I think that's where spider-Man got his black suit yeah it, it, secret war is supposed to be I think the culmination of perhaps this phase of the MCU at least that's what I've heard
2: Totally unrelated, only because I mentioned Spider Man's black suit. But uh, have you seen the trailer for uh, the She Hulk, where Hulk and her are at a, ba- a tiki bar? No, it's the same tiki bar Venom was at. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> there's a wait. A, there's Spider
0: Man. Spider Man is in a trailer with She Hulk. No,
2: no, no. Hulk. Uh, I mean Hulk and She Hulk. Oh, She-Hulk. Hulk and, and She Hulk. Oh, okay, gotcha, Spider-Man. gotcha. But yeah, Hulk and She Hulk, and uh, they're at a tiki bar. And oh. it's the same tiki bar where Venom was and dropped a piece of his Venom.
0: Fantastic. So I, I saw that and I'm like, oh! <laughs> well, that's, uh, I have seen the theory that... Um, okay, so we neither of us have, have still haven't seen Morbius. Right, no. Because, <laughs> holy crap. But, uh, you know, they did some weird like crossover shenanigans with Morbius where they had Michael Keaton's Vulture from the Spider-Man movies show up in the Morbius universe. And uh, that's how they were going to try to tie those together. Ah. Um, well, I have, heard that, I have heard one theory that uh, something we were introduced to in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness was the idea of an incursion. And an incursion destroys whatever universe the incursion happens in. Oh, And an incursion happens when something outside of, our, outside of the proper universe shows up. So I've seen speculation that that was Disney's way of quietly destroying Sony's uh, Spider-Man universe. Oh! Because they pulled Vulture into the Spider-Man universe from the from the Marvel universe. Right. And that would have caused an incursion.
2: Okay, makes sense. And so
0: that's how Disney basically <laughs> gave the middle finger to, <laughs> to Sony. Sony. Yeah, it's like, yeah, hey, yeah, all right, buddy. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All
2: right. Well, that's
0: devious. But well,
2: well, all right, let's move to another franchise. All right, well, you and I both are fans of Star Trek. Uh, oh. o- OG Star Trek. You got Next Generation. You got Discovery. Oh. <clears throat> uh, and then you got Enter. Uh, well, you also got Enterprise. Well, and and even Space Discovery.
0: Nine. Honestly, even Discovery in the last couple of se- particularly the last couple of seasons has been pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I've enjoyed it. The first enjoyed- season, though. <laughs> oh, holy shite. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. And and I've I've enjoyed Picard. I've oh enjoyed yes, Picard. The, the second season of Picard, very much looking forward to the third season of Picard. It basically looks like it's going to be a reunion of the entire TNG cast.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. With, uh, with the Picard and at, with Strange New Worlds, they're all in on Noonien Singh family. Have yeah. you noticed that? I mean, they've got, you know, or of course we all know Khan Noonien Singh. Right. But then there's also the Noonien Singh that created Data, uh-huh. or Noonien. Uh, Singh, yeah, okay, and, and and I mean they're all in with these characters. Right. Well they're and, going somewhere with and this. And then
0: in Picard season two it was Adam Singh, yeah, Adam Singh, yep. Adam yep. Singh when they that, went back in time. When they went back in time, so just yeah. And now uh, I will say, st- I, I enjoyed Picard. Mm-hmm. I have enjoyed Discovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed Lower Decks, oh, which gosh, is the yeah. animated series, yeah, that is in the Star Trek universe. But nothing has nothing has scratched the gene roddenberry-esque star trek itch like star trek strange new Worlds. yeah uh we're three episodes in i think by the time of recording this podcast and uh, so far they haven't missed i absolutely dig the hell out of the guy they've got playing uh uh, the captain black bolt black bolt (laughs) Uh, i i love him he is spectacular. He was one of my favorite parts of Anson Mount. That's his name. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I knew. It, 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 I couldn't remember what it was, but I knew it was <laughs> something that made me smile every time I hear it for some <laughs> ridiculous reason. But uh, even my wife, who is a kind of a, a casual Star Trek fan, uh-huh. was really impressed because he looks like the Christopher Pike from the J.J. J. Abrams movies. Right, and she saw the guy they have playing Spock, and she said. He looks kind of like Zachary Quinto mm-hmm. and I go, I know they did a phenomenal job of their casting choices yeah you know I, I well I
2: know. not only that but he both okay uh, uh, Anson Mount also looks like the Christopher Pike from the original series yeah. too
0: enough <laughs> enough that you go. Yeah.
2: All right, yeah, right, I'll buy it. I'll and buy and it. Spock, uh, this guy playing Spock, not only looks like Zachary Quinto, but he also a little it, Leonard Nimoy uh, in him, too. A little,
0: little young Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. But it, it has been fun. And one of the things that I'm enjoying about Strange New Worlds is it kind of goes back to how the original series and Next Generation was structured in that it was... Uh, sort of a crisis of the week. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a very serialized, episodic, episodic show. Yeah, it was very episodic. Now they they still have overarching storylines that I'm interested to see where they go. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, it is uh, this crisis this week. We yeah. avert that. We're good guys. Uh, and one of the things that I enjoy about, uh, and it's and it's cheesy, and, and I get <laughs> it. But it's one of the things that I've always loved about Star Trek is that they're a team. They look out for yes. one another. They they protect one another. Uh, you know, and that was one of the things that I think was sorely lacking from the first season of Discovery. Yeah.
2: Oh, definitely so. You know. Yeah, everybody was out for themselves yeah. in that whole series, yeah. And, then, you know, that's the thing. It's I, I think uh, until... Strange New Worlds was launched. The best uh, Star Trek, uh, Gene Roddenberry Star Trek was Orville. Orville. And I'm
0: looking. I cannot wait. (laughs) Yeah, we're getting the third season of Orville finally. Finally. (laughs) Yeah, you know, and I'm gonna. Honest to God, it's been long enough now. I'm gonna have to go back and watch the first two seasons of Orville just to Uh, kind of prep myself (laughs) for the third season. But I am very much looking forward to it because it was, and it was one of the reasons I absolutely loved it. Is it was absolutely. A love letter by Seth MacFarlane Mm -hmm. to the original Star Trek, to particularly Next Generation Star Trek, from the way the stories are told, the way they're structured, the camaraderie of the crew. Yeah, definitely. Now you know it's it's still got the Family Guy esque uh, comedy aspect to it. Oh yeah, (laughs) but But I am. But but, you know it fits though. But I and I will tell you right now, I have noticed. They're throwing a little bit more, just a little bit of that, just a, a little dash of that in Strange New Worlds.
2: Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, a little a, bit. A little more yeah.
0: casual, a little more yeah. jokey. Yeah, the captain isn't as stiff. Right, <laughs> but that was sure. one of the things that made the original series so spectacular. Is It is, was that camaraderie between yeah. the crew members, and and they did. They looked out at each other, they looked out for each other, they jabbed at each other. You know, McCoy calling Spock a green blooded hobgoblin, yeah, <laughs> but was still there and had his back no yeah. matter what, every you know? single and, time. And right? I absolutely dig that.
2: Yeah, and that and that's the way this one's going. And even I mean, and the things I love are like the the hints back. You've got Uhura; she's now a cadet, yeah, and she hasn't made it to ensign yet, yeah. And uh, she she's in here. And then you have Will. Uh, wait, which Kirk? Is it William Kirk? No. Uh, I forgot his first name. Yeah, it's know. not James T. Sam, I know that is it Sam, Sam Kirk? Kirk that's Sam it. Kirk. Yeah. It's not James T. Kirk. When the whole no. time they're teasing that uh, uh, Lieutenant yeah. Kirk's going to be on board, I'm like, oh,
0: what? Yeah. In the first <laughs> episode, Lieutenant Kirk, are you shitting me? And then, <laughs> oh, it's oh, his brother. Sam <laughs> Kirk, <laughs> It's older brother. And it's actually that's actually a callback to the original series. Oh, is it really? Yeah. There was a character, uh, Sam Kirk, that was James T.'s brother mm-hmm. that William Shatner actually played.
2: <laughs> but or with you, a mustache.
0: But you only ever saw him as a dead body. Oh. And it was literally for like a, a minute, you know, as they go down to this planet to investigate a uh, uh, dead colonist and they roll one of them over. And it's and it's uh, William Shatner with a bushy mustache <laughs> playing his twin brother or his brother, well, that- Sam Kirk. And that's why when the kid, when the guy makes the appearance on Strange New Worlds, he's got the bushy mustache. It's actually (laughs) a callback to a blink and you'll miss it sort of uh, character
2: from the original series. And again, and they 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 can do that on this because. I'm all in. I mean, th- they those. I, that's one of the things I liked about the movies uh, when Abrams did the movies is that they'd have the callbacks to the original series or Next Generation or something, just some little hint here yeah. and there. Well, and one of the, well, this like, one they've got those and it well, works. Like
0: in Strange New Worlds, they reference the the uh, USS Archer.
2: Yes, one of the <laughs> one of the ships yeah. that
0: is, is part of the fleet is the USS Archer, which is a callback to uh, Enterprise yep. with Scott Bakula mm-hmm. as uh, Captain and, Archer. Yep.
2: So uh, and and that they're they're tying it all in and they're making it fun like it was and it's episodic. I just love that word. Yeah. Uh it's it's but at the same time they're telling a story but you know, but you're either way you're going to get your fix of oh who are they going to keep from
0: getting killed this week. Well, or... And and uh and the Enterprise uh <laughs> which is let's face it the Enterprise has always been a significant character yeah. of oh, yeah, yeah. Star Trek franchise. It is a gorgeous ship. Yeah. And in my head, I have no problem believing that this exists where it does in the timeline. Yeah, yeah. It it calls back just enough to the way the Enterprise looked in the original series, uh, and it and it you see hints of well, I could see this becoming Picard's Enterprise. Right.
2: Yeah. Or or yeah. I mean, uh, one of the things I love about it is like they kind of didn't do it much in the Next Generation. At least I never caught it but the bosun's whistle every time the captain enters the ship oh go, yeah <whistles> you know that thing that's a bosun's whistle it's a navy tradition and they did it in the original i didn't know i wasn't in the navy at the time you know <laughs> I, right. like, I had no idea i just thought it was really cool every time captain comes on they do the whistle and then this one every time he comes on board it's like there it is you know, they don't make it prominent but right, just so enough to like it. oh yeah. yeah and that's a thing when the captain goes or on board or off board a ship or on deck they blow you know they blow the bosun's whistle and they do it in this and i'm like oh they got that i'm happy
0: (laughs) well and that's yeah they've done a fantastic job for me of spanning the gap between our lives now and the future that this is obviously set in yeah Uh, you know one of the opening scenes of the first episode of strange new worlds um Pike is in his kitchen cooking breakfast yeah. watching a black and white sci-fi movie on a big screen TV. And it's absolutely yeah. a flat panel 70 inch screen uh you know mounted on the wall and his his uh communicator. Yeah, that's
2: absolutely, like didn't he have a phone or something
0: like yeah, that? His yeah, his communicator is laying on the counter next to a rotary dial yeah. phone. Yeah. Uh and and so just some fun stuff like that. You know, I'm sure the rotary dial phone was a collector item, you know, from a bygone era. And the fact that his his communicator kept ringing like a cell phone would ring, and he just was ignoring it. And, and then she say, are you going to answer that? Yeah, no. So. <laughs> and I just... Yeah, they tie it in. And yeah, I, I've been thoroughly enjoying it. If you're a Star Trek fan and you've been on the fence as to whether or not to jump into this... I highly recommend it.
2: Yeah, I could never recommend Discovery to all my Star Trek fans or friends. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, I I, I, I w- could
2: always say, oh, give it a chance. You know, it's not that bad. That was about the best I could do. Yeah, This one, I'm like, dude, you need to watch it.
0: <laughs> well, I think even as a fan talking to you, I'm like, yeah, if you're going to watch Discovery... That first season, you're just going to have to get through. Yeah. <laughs> the second and third the second season gets better. Third season gets even better. Mm. You know, but you just you, you, you got to plow through that first. Discovery is a ship looking hell? for its place in time. <laughs> I cannot wait. I cannot wait <laughs> until Strange New Worlds has Klingons, because I want to see what the hell the Klingons look yeah. <laughs> like at Strange New Worlds. I'm hoping. Let's face it. <clears throat> e- Discovery aside, because what the hell were they thinking with the Klingons in Discovery? <sighs> Klingons have been a source of issue and confusion for Star Trek fans since they were first introduced in the original series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
2: right. Because yeah, I mean, when yeah. they
0: were first introduced in the original series, they were just basically white guys in blackface yeah. <laughs> with Fu Manchu mustaches and goatees. Yeah. And then it wasn't until their appearance in um, Star Trek The Motion Picture where they started getting ridges. Where they started getting ridges. They got the cranial, and they started to look more like the Klingons we'd come to know and love from Next Generation and Voyager and Deep Space Nine and and even J.J. J. Abrams' Klingons looked similar to yeah they had the cranial ridges but even they looked different I was trying so to think.
2: yeah after after the movie you gave them ridges I don't think they went away from ridges no, ever again no, no now
0: there was there was a run of uh, a story arc in Enterprise where they had a group of Klingons that did not have the cranial ridges but that was the that was their their way of trying to retcon why the original Klingons oh, okay. did. And it was uh, some degenerative Klingon disease that was running rampant through the home world that caused them to lose their cranial ridges and take on more human-like behavior in nature. And that's how they kind of... Retconned why some of the Klingons looked like that. I should watch Enterprise. It was good. <laughs> well, I, I couldn't get past the shower
2: scene. I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. They're <laughs> talking where tripping
0: to Paul. Or... <laughs> like, yeah, that's all I need. Yeah. So, uh, all I've right. I never wanted to take a decam- decontamination shower so bad right? before <laughs> in my life. That's as far. That's the only thing I can remember. I never watched anything after that. I don't know why. I just. Oh, well, well, you just kept watching that scene over and over, <laughs> over and over and, over and, over, and yeah. it's on loop, so
2: all right well let's let's move on to another franchise that's getting a lot of negative flack, and I'm about to give it some negative flack,
0: maybe myself. <laughs> Halo <laughs> you know what um, uh, I know the I know again, we talked uh Halo is a franchise that I am cursory familiar with. I've played the game. But it was never my game. I never deep dove into Halo. Never really got into the mythology. I am aware that Master Chief never took his helmet off through a good chunk of the game. Um, And the the Halo series, he took his helmet off in the first episode. (laughs) And that pissed a lot of nerd boys off. And having watched it, though, having watched the nine-episode season one, it makes sense where they're at in this story that he... the, and I'm, 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 we won't talk too much about spoilers for Halo because it just it, ended. It just ended. Yeah, and so you know we got to respect the the three or four day rule when it mm. comes to Halo. But it ends hard. <laughs> I mean, a, it ends. Rough. It's like basically you're stuck there going, "That's it? What? No, what? Well, it is. It is very much a cliffhanger ending. Yeah, in the best tradition of cliffhanger in <laughs> yeah so. i mean that's that's
2: more than stallone hanging off a cliff that's a but cliffhanger so. i
0: i enjoyed it I, I liked watching it it was I, fun and i it, had a good time with it you know it, it's a fun series it's well done it's well written great uh, visual, great sci-fi yeah and visual effects it's spectacular yeah. and you know there's enough of the callbacks that i even i remember uh, from the video games that you know, there are little hints and Easter eggs and yeah. fun stuff, you know. I mean, you, you know what a warthog looks like. I know what that. a warthog looks like. I know what the Covenant looked like. Yeah. And, you know, when they flash to the first-person perspective, I recognize the digital countdown on his rifle. And, yeah, yeah. When oh, and I've seen that shit before. And <laughs>
2: well, when, The only thing I remember from Halo games is uh, Isaac and I playing Capture the Flag <laughs> with <laughs> Red Team, flag, Blue Team. Right? You know? <laughs> that was it. That's the only thing I ever remember because he wouldn't let me play
0: storyline. <laughs> you know, when uh, when Cortana says... Uh, switch to your secondary weapon and he yeah. goes i know how to play the game yeah <laughs> i'm like all right that's that's, good that's, com- that's that's funny yeah
2: and and again the but the ending though man i'm like uh, I think for like days, you and I are both. No, oh, there's got to be more, right? There, Surely there are more there's episodes. One, right? There's At
0: least got to be one more episode
2: for crying out loud. <laughs> so, yeah, but uh, again, maybe that's the way they'll
0: make you tune in for the next season because <laughs> yeah. it's going to piss a lot of fanboys off. If he never takes his helmet off because he's a fucking zombie, <laughs> <laughs> he's just a rotting corpse. <laughs>
2: uh spoilers spoilers don't watch that anymore. maybe <laughs> fast forward there we go okay yeah, now you do. <laughs> Who knows? yeah i mean it, really it will it'll piss me off but yeah it, it, it i mean it was fun though but the series itself like is it, it's a good sci-fi for sure yeah, it is and uh why not i mean there's enough comic and, books and other stories out there about halo why well, can't they do a
0: and, movie and, a TV series? and here's the thing you know can we can we just can we just all agree to just watch and enjoy something <laughs> like, like if you watched it and you enjoyed it, awesome. If yeah. you watched it and didn't enjoy it, great. Shut the hell up. Yeah. <laughs> you know we're in it for everybody else, right? <laughs> well, and
2: I think you know again a lot of a lot of the people they, I mean, there's different v- views. First of all, never removes helmet. Well, he never removes helmet because you're the you're the master chief. You're right. the player.
0: They takes off his helmet. You're no longer him. Okay, I can see that. Right, because video games have to, video games have to use entirely different tools to tell their narrative tale yeah yeah you you know you so yeah particularly halo which was a first person shooter right yeah it was a first person shooter yep and so you are supposed to be master chief yeah you know it's different than when you're playing like red dead redemption which is a third person uh for the most part a third person game and you're playing as named character arthur morgan Mm -hmm. uh you know
2: yeah and and I don't know, it's a lot of people, uh, Isaac was one of them he was the one, my son, he was the one that telling me that I'm not going to watch it because he takes his helmet off, I'm like, why, because uh, the, it no longer is you playing the game and I, and he goes, no, and I'm like well, why, he goes, well, because there's a whole lot of mythos that they're missing, and I'm like he wouldn't explain it to me, but I, I just don't, I again, I'm the one that's like, oh, this is a good sci-fi, I'll watch right. that,
0: <laughs> it's like, I don't care what it's based yeah, on. Yeah, honest to God, I'd have watched it if it had been called, uh, you know Ring Ring World. Ring World, or (laughs) if they just called it Spartans, or... That's the the
2: Larry Niven, uh, uh, (laughs) he's the author of the Ring World series, which Halo was based on. Yeah. So, kind of like how Star Wars is based on Dune, Halo's based on Ring World. Based on Dune. (laughs) It is. They stole from it, anyway. Yeah. So... (laughs) But Halo, I mean, it's worth watching. It's got a cliffhanger, and I'm kind of pissed off at the cliffhanger. But <laughs> but, isn't they come that, up-
0: but isn't that what a cliffhanger is supposed to do? I guess so. I mean, going back to the way we used to watch TV, where a season would end, it would end on a cliffhanger. Like who shot you, J.R.? Yeah, then you'd have to wait three months <laughs> until the next season started and or, or whatever, and but I don't want to. This is the 2022. I, I want know. my immediate gratification. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Give me that fix now.
2: <laughs> so, all right. I'll, I'll let it slide then. But uh, still, it pissed me off. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, uh, OK. So we've talked about Doctor Strange briefly.
0: Again, we didn't want to spoil it but because uh, it needs to be watched. But we kind of did. Uh, yeah. Doctor Strange is a lot of fun. It's and a and blast. It, if you haven't seen it yet. I, I highly recommend seeing it. Again, I don't think it's necessary to have seen the rest of the Disney Plus stuff Mm-mm. to watch and enjoy Doctor it's, Strange. It's a great and,
2: standalone and part of MCU. So. Right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. We 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 talked about Star Trek. We got oh Orville coming up. We kind of mentioned yeah. that it's coming Orville. up. Very
0: much looking forward to that.
2: I want to know what they're going to do with the Norm McDonald character.
0: I know. I, I <laughs> assu- my assumption is that you you find a voice actor that can do a. Yeah. Spot on Norm McDonald. Or maybe they, I mean, it's been years in the making. Maybe they filmed it before Yeah, he died. maybe maybe they got all of his dialogue in the can. Yeah, hopefully. You know, who knows?
2: But yeah, I mean, but that's uh, that's not an issue. It's just, um, I'm curious. Right. You know, I'm still going to watch the hell out of Orville because right. it's going to be awesome. It, I well, mean, my favorite character, okay, besides Seth MacFarlane, but is Scott Grimes, the, the, guy, what is he, uh, uh, is he on the uh, navigation? I forget what he does. Anyway, but he's on the bridge. That guy's just so funny. Yeah. And so, and uh, uh, I, I think I could watch anything he does now. I didn't like him in the uh, early two thousands when he was doing like what was, he had some kind of show where he was trying to become famous. I forget what. Anyway, but now he's I like him. Yeah, he wanted to become a pop star, and I, you know, he, Scott Grimes is a singer. So
0: I was going to say we've got yeah, uh, yeah, we've got at least one or two of his songs yeah. in the <laughs> library here, and he's a good singer too. Yeah, it was but, fun, good stuff. He
2: sang. He even sang on the bridge of the Orville. Yeah. But uh, I I think he's my favorite character. and uh, well, other than Norm McDonald's blob character, but we'll see what they do with that. Well and and we've
0: got uh uh Obi One, uh the Kenobi oh, series coming right. up on Disney that's Plus, right. coming up right around the corner. We we referenced uh She Hulk earlier. Yep. Uh you know, they've dropped the first trailer for it. Now it it's not coming out for a little while, but Looking forward to Looking that. Good. It's going to be a fun, uh,
2: and that's, a, that's another one. I don't care if it make it part of uh, the MCU. I don't care right. as long as they make the move or the series. I'm yeah, gonna make have some a fun. good series. Yeah, if it ties into the greater universe, fantastic. If not, big deal. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So I guess we've nerded out as much as we
0: can. Well, probably not. But no, we'll find something else. We'll find something else. <laughs> but, but enough yeah. for
2: this uh, to fill in a, a couple hour or an hour and some odd worth of uh, podcasts. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, by the way, before we go, I got to let people know we have revamped the Nerd Up Podcast clothing store. And I've been not mentioning this for a while, and I don't know why. But uh, basically, uh, Cafe Press com We've got some new t-shirts and stuff up and really cool logos. Our friend Chris Ford helped us design some logos just yeah. using nerdy things like there's one that's a take on Star Wars, one that's a take on Marvel,
0: ones that's a take on uh, Nintendo. It's really unique. And yeah, basically we reached out to Chris and said, hey, we're a couple of nerds, you know kind of who we are. What kind yeah. of logos can you come up with? And, and he was cool enough to put together some stuff for us. He went all uh, out. Inspired by, uh, certainly yeah, 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 yeah. not not ripping off anyone's uh, IP, <laughs> uh, but inspired by. Yeah.
2: At, and I would be, I want to, in fact, I would be very proud to wear those anytime yeah. because they're just so cool looking. So check them out, cafepress.com slash nerduppodcast. And I even lowered the prices as much as I could on them because i want people to get these these are really cool looking um again i don't have control over the price i think i'm making 10 cents a shirt now right before i was making a dollar but i made three dollars in the last 10 years (laughs) (laughs) myself and isaac
0: yeah and matt shore (laughs) i was gonna say uh the uh the laptop bag or whatever it is yeah. that you carry around in here that, <laughs> yeah. that
2: was one dollar Yep, yeah, yeah my messenger bag yeah yeah uh, so
0: and i got a t-shirt so
2: but uh no it's it, they're really cool and i and please if you want to find i just think they look cool and if you take a look at them you're gonna say that is kind of cool right. i need one so please uh, again it helps support the podcast the only thing that we need help with is storage fees if you will of uh, putting the stuff on the internet it, Easy free, but having it stay there for a while, right, not so cheap, well, it is actually not like
0: it's under about ten dollars a month, yeah, all right, I mean still it's cheap. it's inexpensive, but it's still money,
2: <laughs> yeah, still money, and that's all I ask, and you know if you if you buy a shirt, cool, I'm making ten cents <laughs> if not. I don't care, <laughs> but they really cool shirts. Yeah, they you look gotta good. you got to get them. <laughs> yeah,
0: Chris did a fantastic job.
2: Yeah, he did. So, uh, yeah, check those out, and uh, I guess tune in for the next podcast. Who knows what we're going to do next? We don't even know. Yeah, no, we'll figure it out. Well, eventually. Maybe another independent uh, producer, movie guy, yeah. or something. I don't know. All right, well, again, catch uh, uh, Desmond Hex movie Spider on Zumo. X-U-M-O, not Tubi. That's right. So, Zumo. Look it up. It's spider and Desmond Heck wrote, directed, and acted in it. Yeah. And he's a pretty good actor, too, by the way. I didn't want to tell him <laughs> that. I, I liked his writing, for sure, but I didn't want to tell him. He's a pretty good actor. Uh, but the, the two main leads are gorgeous. <laughs> That's what made that movie. For, anyway, uh, so yeah, check that movie out. It's pretty cool. And uh, we'll see you next time. And like we say at the end of each and every episode, stay, stay nerdy.
0: nerdy. Classic Hits, WTYE. Listen online at WTYEFM.com. Via the TuneIn Radio app. Or say Alexa, play Classic Hits, WTYE. It's all online. Classic Hits, WTYE, with the news that matters to you. Visit WTYEFM.com and follow us on Twitter at WTYE News. The news you trust. The music you love. Classic Hits, WTYE.